Nick Nielsen, welcome to the David Nurse Podcast. Living the dream. Oh, man, what a line. I'm, you know, it's one of those lines, and you, you probably said this many times. Everybody said this, like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Like, what else do you say? You want to go into a hour conversation, or you just say, man, I'm living the dream. But, but you actually mean it. So we're going to get into that, Nick. But before we do, start the audience off with a bang. Something maybe not everybody knows about you and being this phenomenal pastor and speaker. What else? Peel back the onion. Here's the biggest bang I got for you, uh, David, today. I am a horrible golfer. (laughs) (laughs) I got no, like, massive revelation for you. I got nothing that's going to, like, other than I'm just really passionate about golf, and I'm terrible at the moment. I don't know how your golf game is. Um, We've talked about mutual friends who are good golfers, you know. But I just, I'm hooked, bro. And it golf is undefeated. If that if, if that's what I could say to anyone out there right now who is trying, they're on the golf wave. It's 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 very trendy now. Um, but I am horrible at golf, and I'm trying yeah. really hard. I think you know what I, I think I've figured it out. To be honest really? with you, so here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been golfing lately. Because there's some some clients that I work with who love to golf, so we do meetings on the golf course. Let's go. The key is not practicing, not caring, not having any expectations, and not trying to stay under a hundred or keep the ball in. So if you set your expectations really low, Nick, yes, yes, yeah, yes, that's you know what I've come to that. My I came home the other day. My wife was like, "How'd you do?" I'm like, "Terrible," and she's like, "What do you expect? Like you're you don't golf enough." You're not at the range. Why do you? But but something about my nature, David. I go in thinking today's the day. I look good. You know, you gotta like dress the part. Like if you saw my gear when I'm golfing, you would think this dude's for sure hitting in the 80s. Totally. And then you saw my slice, mm-hmm. and you're like, another poser. There yeah. there they go again. <laughs> Yeah, bought the Travis Matthews gear, look good, play good, or feel good. But yeah, so I look good and I feel great. But it's yeah, it's, it's struggle tough, city. Man, isn't it, isn't it funny? Like golf you, is undefeated. You, you hit you hit it down the fairway, nice and straight. And I promise we'll get into this. This is leading into something much bigger than a golf conversation. But you hit it down the fairway, and you're like, "Well, how hard was that? Like, why can't I hit it straight every time? Like, it makes the game so easy if you hit it straight." But it just won't go straight. Like the thing just has a mind of its own. It's frustrating. It is. It is, bro. So, you know what? That leads into a great point. And I really want to hone on this as the overall, you know, kind of topic that we're talking about is perspective. Perspective on our golf game. I mean, if you don't have any expectations, it's going to be a great day. Perspective on, you know, you go to one of those movies and you have low expectations of it and it's a little bit better than you think. And then you love the movie. Perspective is so powerful, and I'm convinced, and I'm very convinced that perspective is everything. There's always two camps, one of two camps, positive or negative, the way that you look at things. But in you, when you talk, let's break that down a little bit. So when you talk about living the dream, that doesn't mean like everything great is coming to Nick. God's just opening up the gates and blessing him. 
What does this concept mean and how, how can we adopt this perspective? Yeah, I think what you said is so true. You know, you like you see living the dream as a cultural cliche, you know, yeah. Instagram captions. I'm on the vacation I want to be at. I got the house <laughs> I want or the corner office, right amount in the bank account you know, the Tesla in the driveway or whatever it is you aspire to have. When you get it, you caption it, I'm living the dream. And it's almost this, you know, we've labeled it as a place of arrival. You know, when I've arrived, when I've got to these places, when I've achieved or when I possess these things, then I'm going to have this ultimate sense of joy, satisfaction, happiness, fulfillment. And we all know you don't have to live long enough to realize those things are good in a moment but they're fleeting. You know, they can't fully satisfy your soul. They can't really make you eternally happy, satisfied, content, full of joy. You and I both, David, know people with all those things and they're miserable, you know, like those things. So I guess for me, I think we've been given the opportunity to see life through a new lens of perspective, faith, and Jesus offers that opportunity. Mm. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer that, the power of perspective can change your life and can change you from the inside out. And you don't have to limit the dream to a destination. You know, you can live it right now. You can experience peace, joy, satisfaction, fulfillment now, mm. regardless of what you're in the middle of. And it starts with perspective. You know, your, your external circumstances don't determine your quality of life. Your perspective of those circumstances does. And it's what you talked about. You know, like people see the the title and they assume, you know, that it is about all life is always great. And that's cut. That's how you're living the dream. That's why you can say live in the dream. But I actually talk more about how to navigate challenges and struggles and disappointment and discontentment, how to navigate through those things um, more than I do the wins in my life. You know, I unpack a lot of pain, transparency, struggles. And in the fact that you can be in the middle of hard stuff and still live the dream. Still, hey, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm still living the dream. Not where I want to be in my career, still living the dream. You know, working three jobs, don't want to stay here, but I'm living the dream. You know, it's just, it's mm. that perspective. Man, it's so good. A mutual friend of ours, I heard him say it, Chad Veach, our mutual friend. So you're yeah. either in a fire currently or you are headed towards a fire. It's just how life yeah. is. Can yeah. you dance in that fire? That's the key. Yeah, it's and good. It, it's so good that you say that. Like there is no, I made it moment. There's just not. I've been around Eric Spolster, the Miami Heat, very good friend of mine. The Los Angeles Rams head coach, Sean McVay, good friend. They both were talking at a dinner I was at with them of just how empty they felt when they won the championship. Wow. Now, why? The top of wow. the world of the sports, what they what they train their whole life for, empty. There is never going to be that I made a moment. I love that you said that, man. And uh, I, I want to talk about like the, as, as we go on this journey, because part of life, the fun of it is, you know, continuing to grow and continuing to learn and aspire for more. How do you do that as an individual or a team. Can you talk about just the power of what you talk about in the book of creating the dream team? Yeah, I think, you know, who you surround yourself with is so important. You know, we're really the byproduct of the relationships we choose to be around. I like to I like to look at it as we're each a seed and we're packed with potential, gifts, talents, a dream, a vision, cool. things God's put in us that he wants to see flourish. 
And, you know, if you put that seed in bad soil, in a bad place, in bad environment, that seed will never fully grow to its fullest potential and bear fruit. But you put that seed in, in, in a great environment, in a great space, and, and it's taken care of well, that thing can bloom and it can become something amazing, something it was designed to become. And you and I know we've had seasons, I've had seasons of my life where I was around the wrong people and it limited me, whether they were negative, whether they were, uh, you know, haters, people lead me down the wrong path, trying to get me into compromise, whatever, whatever it may be. You know, I saw the quality of my life change. I saw my perspective beginning to change simply because I was around the wrong people. And I just think we each have a dream, something in us that God's put in us to go after. And I think it's important to assess who you surround yourself with, get around people who are going to lift you, push you, get around people who are going to speak truth to you in love. You know, oh. like my wife is, is one of my main, you know, captain, captain of the dream team. And I've given her permission, it, as, I, as I think everybody should to somebody, permission to speak truth in love, permission to, you know, call you out on things, but also be your biggest encourager, be your biggest advocate. So I think when I talk about dream team, I just, for me, it's just essential that we, we assess our relationships and pursue yeah. quality relationships that will push us and not pull us down. You know that feeling when you are just recharged, you don't have any sickness, no ailments, you have full optimal energy, you are functioning at your highest level. You want to recreate that? Yeah, sure, you do, I do, we all do. And then you can times it by 10. What I'm about to tell you is going to blow your mind. So hold on here. This this is real. Hyperbaric chamber. If you don't know what it is, look it up right now. Look up Eleve Health. E-L-E-V-E health.com. It's an oxygen miracle. What it is, HBOT, the hyperbaric chamber. It's a simple and non-invasive therapy where you go into this. It places a body in a pressurized environment that allows extra oxygen to dissolve in the blood plasma and travel freely throughout your circulatory system, getting more red blood cells flowing naturally to the body's function. It's going to help you kill off any harmful bacteria. It's going to help you detox, increase your oxygen concentration, resist and fight infection, heal wounds faster, improve oxygen supply, reduce swelling, stop infection, lower inflammation, all while you're relaxing in the chamber. I, I, I kid you not, this is what the pros, the top Olympic athletes, what everybody uses for the highest optimization recovery. This is called Hyperbaric Chamber HBOT from Eleve Health. E-L-E-V-E health.com. Message me separately too if you want to get a specific deal on this. Check it out as you're a sports team, if you're an individual, if you're just somebody who loves optimization, it will be an absolute life changer for you. Man, it, it's everything. Because isn't it when you're around those type of people that that believe in you and have big dreams, like you feel just more inspired. You're just in those in those rooms and you walk out of there just, you know, a little pep in your step, a little Deion Sanders strutting your stuff. You're like, man, I can do it because of the people around you. It's, it's yep. so powerful, yep. man. It's yeah, so and, and I think I think when it comes to relationships too, you know, a lot of people, they want to be lone rangers and they want to get after it alone and 
I can do this all by myself. And yeah. I just think that's, it's, it's not your best way to go about it. You can try and, and go after it alone, but it's clear, like God mm -hmm. shaped us to need relationships. I mean, when you look at the garden, uh, David, and you see Adam and Eve or, you, or before Adam and Eve, you see just Adam. It was Adam in paradise, but God said, it's not good. It's not good. You need, you need somebody and created Eve. And I think from the very beginning, we see that God has shaped us to need people uh, to go forward, to fulfill our destiny, to become everything he's shaped us to be. And I just think God's planted strategically people in your path to help you. You and I can look back on our journey. I can look back on my journey and see God right. put strategic people. I'm talking about neighbors down the street when I was a kid to gym teachers to my seventh grade football coach to, you know, mentors and, and, and pastors and leaders as I grew in my faith that God strategically planted to pull the greatness out of me. And I just think we need people. Relationships are essential for, like I said, our full potential to fully come to fruition. Well, I, think, I, I want people to just, just really let that soak in because think about it. And I often ask people, like, when was the last time you did something great on a huge scale of greatness by yourself? The answer is never. No one, any time ever in the history of ever. We can't. We just can't. We are made for relationships and relationships that are life-giving, pouring into others, pouring into others, pouring into ourselves through others. Man, it's that right there is a reason to get the book to live the dream, to be around those type of people. You know what, Nick? I think you have, I would probably say, the most difficult job in the world. So, so let, hear me out. This, And I tell pastors this, of the, the calling they have on their heart, the leadership, just, I mean, importance that you have of sharing the gospel, but in a way that you have to create a new message basically every time you get up there which is wild to me. As a speaker, I get to use about 80% of the same stories. And I'm like, you know, I'm like the old 80s rock band just playing my greatest <laughs> hits time and time again. But you have to create new sermons. And there has got to be stress. There has got to be pressure. There's got to be anxiety that you're feeling. But how do you just do it, man? How do you stay so like, it just seems like anytime I watch you speak at Lakewood, it just looks like, hey, Nick's got it all together. He's smiling. Like, you're one of those people like, I was like, I want whatever he's got. Uh, give me two of those. <laughs> hey, I, number one, you're a good friend, and I, I thank you for for those kind words. But clearly, I don't have it put together. If you read my book, you'll see some very transparent stories <laughs> that I talk about yeah. where it shows I I don't. I'm trying my best. You know, as it relates to you know my job and what I get to do, um, it is difficult, and there's pressures, and there's there's things that you have to navigate and sort. But I, I really feel like, David, it comes down to creating a sustainable pace. And I think it comes down to um, how, you know, you create, how I create space throughout my week to make sure that I'm fresh, that I'm sharp, that I'm creative. And I think for me, um, it's making sure that I've created margin in my life, that I've created space in my life where I can get along with God. I can be fresh. I can get new ideas. Um, I can listen. I can shut everything down and just get really, really quiet. And I think this, this not only helps me, but I think it can help anyone. I think there's such a need for people 
to shut things down and to get really quiet. And that can look different for everyone. And it can be at different times for everybody. But for me to be able to produce consistently, it has to come from a deep place and a healthy place and a well that is taken care of. And Mm -hmm. I think vacations are great, but I'm trying to build a life that I don't need a vacation from. Oh, I'm good. trying to build a life where, I mean, I don't know about you, but there's been times where I've gone, <laughs> gone on vacation or breaks and I come back overwhelmed, you know, <laughs> 500 emails in the inbox. I'm, I'm like dreading almost getting back into the trenches. Right. And really that's a reflection of, of the schedule and the, the life that I've created and built. And I just think for me, I've worked and am working really hard at consistently assessing the margins in my life. Do I have space? Do I have room? Or am I maxing out? And there's been seasons where I've maxed out and I haven't been my best. Maybe you heard a great sermon, but at home I was speaking sharply to my wife or speaking in ways to my kids that I'm not proud of. And so for me, it's it's important to be a whole man, to be the same man on the platform as I am off, to walk in integrity, character, humility, and you don't just get that um, by having an hour here of prep or an hour there. It's like you have to create a week and a life that has margin and space. Oh, man, that is that is so good. Isn't it wild that society puts it these days that 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 busy is almost like a badge of honor? Like if you're not busy, you're not doing anything good. And I will have these successful friends we know, and then they're like, oh, man, I just, I got so much going. I'm so busy. I'm so, like, why? Like, literally, like, why? Why do you have to? Yes. You really don't. The hustle, the grind, the T-shirts, you know, the hashtag hustle. It, like you said, and if you're not stressed, it's weird, bro. It's like if you're not stressed, then you almost feel bad. Like if people go, man, I'm stressed. I'm grinding. I got three things, this, three things, doing this, doing this. And then you're literally like, how are you? And I'm like, well. <laughs> I'm great. I'm living the dream. I got peace. I got joy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you almost feel guilty for saying, totally, totally. you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. And it, it is, it's a cultural thing. And so I think, I think we just have to, and I say we, because I think it's a constant assessment of going, do I have margin in my life or am I maxing out my time saying yes to everything? I think David, it takes more faith to say no than it mm. does to say yes. Mm. And I think as a culture, I think we can just get better at saying no more to things. The stay-at-home mom to the CEO, there's so many things grabbing at our attention today. And you just, the best thing you can give your future is a healthy you. And I think that that just starts with saying no a little bit more than we're saying yes right now to make sure we're healthy. So that's what I'm trying to do. All right, so I've I've been asked multiple times, am I still in college? No, I'm not. I kind of wish I was. But the reason I get asked that is because my skin still looks so young. I'm far from college, trust me. And I haven't always had the best skin either, like blemishes. Just six months ago, I had a huge, massive breakout, but that doesn't happen anymore. And honestly, it is because of one skin. I'm a true believer in what one skin is doing. They are addressing the skin at a molecular level targeting root causes, not just the the topical and and trying to take blemishes away, but they're actually 
they're, they're working on the root cause of what a, what ages skin and functionalities and makes it feel and look younger and they can actually reverse the age of your skin yeah nobody else is doing that my wife and i taylor who's got beautiful skin even more beautiful now we went up to headquarters in san francisco and watched how it all was done growing skin the testing that they're doing their one skin body one skin prep one skin topical supplement they're changing it they are reversing they're anti-aging anti-aging reinvented so one skin if you want uh if you want your money maker, your skin, the, the biggest organ in your body to be taken care of at the best level, this is for you. Oneskin.co, C-O, and the code for 15% off is David15. The link will also be in the show notes. That's oneskin.co, David15, and reverse your age. Oh, man. Is there anything that you like in your weekly schedule or daily schedule? Like, hey, here are my non-negotiables. Here's mm. how I recharge. Because it's it's everybody wants to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I'm great at saying no. And nobody is. It is that yeah. like, just that the, the rat race. And I think yep. one of the coolest mindsets to have. And I try to remind myself and I write this down. Jesus pace, Jesus pace. Mm. Like the dude got so much done. And was never in a hurry. You know, he's just chilling, you know, stop for a little glass of wine here, glass of wine, hang out there. Just never in a hurry. So is there anything that you do on a weekly or daily basis? And you're like, man, these really, really help me. Keep yeah, I think two things every day that I that I try to do, not perfect. Number one is I always start my day with quite like a quiet space. So I'll get up. Um get my kids ready for school. So it's not the very, very first thing, but after I'm done getting my kids to school, I'll get dressed to go to the gym. And before I leave, I get into my study and I just get quiet. No phone, no reminders, no emails, you know, not even music and just really get my mind clear and reset. And for me, it's the space where I let God just check my heart. I let, you know, the certain thoughts come into my head that I feel like maybe God's compelling me to do. Um, sometimes David, there's nothing. <laughs> and I feel like, what am I doing? I like, I don't hear anything. Like, am I off? What's wrong? But I just feel like when I do that every morning, there is this sense of like, all right, I'm coming back to this space where today is the day that God's made. The Bible says that I'll rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that he's made and I have grace for today. So if he made it, there's purpose in it. And I want to start my day going, all right, there's purpose packed into this day. I want to discover it and I don't want to miss it from the jump. So after that, I go work out and that's an early morning workout that for me helps me to stay fresh. It, it breathes life into me, um, working out, sweating, all that good stuff. And then at about five, six o'clock after I'm done with work, come home and I have that same quiet moment um, before I'm interacting with my kids before we're going after dinner, before anything else that's happening in my day. For me, I'm a routine guy. I like consistency. I like routine. And uh, that's something that I do so that I'm not taking any of my stress, any of my um, frustration that happened throughout the day at work um, with people, with other things that have happened into my kids' world, my marriage, you know, I, I just, I need to be present, a present father. And so those two things help me 
those work for me. I mean, in Houston, I'm driving an hour. I mean, it's crazy rush hour traffic and I come home and I'm depleted from just driving mm-hmm. and I have to just get quiet and go, all right, reset. Your kids reset. could care less if yeah. there was a, tra- if there's a traffic jam on 59, you know, how do you, how can I be my best for them? So those two things along with working out, help me consistently. Man, I love it because you literally create the margins. You mm-hmm. set the margins. I need this mm-hmm. at the beginning. I need mm-hmm. this at the end. And if we don't, mm-hmm. it is just a constant flux. It's the phone that dominates us. It's the hey, I'm going to spend time with my family and my kids, but I'm scrolling because I haven't set it down and made 100%. that type of block. Man, this is amazing. We are just literally scratching the surface on everything that is in You Can Live the Dream. So it's just like... Anybody listening, it's kind of a no-brainer to go get the book because, I mean, this right here is worth it in itself, and there's so much more. It's everywhere books live. I know all that kind of stuff. Follow what Nick is doing. Just giving just great wisdom and encouragement, man, like real, genuine encouragement. And who doesn't need that? It's sometimes it goes, you know, it feels like, oh, that's cheesy. Just encourage. No, it'll change your life. A perspective, one small perspective shift that Nick is talking about that he has been called to deliver this message can change everything, man. And it it just like, it all comes back to, and and I'm going to ask you one question before we jump off here and is the Romans 828. I'm not even like a a, a verse dropper, but this one (laughs) is everything. If you can just take one verse, like this is it knowing that he's going to work it all for our good. They have it good, the bad, it all for our good. So, so good. So powerful, man. Okay, Nick, if you were to give somebody a piece of advice, they're listening to this like, I know, yeah, I hear you, I hear, but I'm just, man, I'm in such a bad spot. I don't even know where to get going. I don't mm. even know where to take a step. If you could give them like a 30-second mic drop, what would you tell somebody who is just in a incredible fire and can't even see the next step they're about to take. How do they do it? I would say that God sees you where you're at. I think God is, is he cares deeply about you and your situation. He hasn't forgotten about you. I think oftentimes when we're faced with a giant or a mountain that's not moving, it's easy to buy into the lie that God forgot about me. Sometimes it's even, did I deserve this? Maybe there's a, a past mistake that you did that that you feel has put you in the place that you're in. And I just think, um, God holds you in the palm of his hand. He's got you. He, he's, he's fighting your battles for you. And I think a lot of people just need to be encouraged that do, they're doing better than they think they are. And God is doing more than you think he is. And I think mm. if that is such, just for someone today who is listening to this podcast, you're doing better than you think you are. Um, oftentimes we're harder than on ourselves and we're on on anyone else. Celebrate the good things that you have walked into that you have seen yourself progressing on the way to great celebrate the good on the way to great and trust that God is doing more than you think he is you know when you can't see his hand trust his heart trust he's got you and he's got huge things planned for your future oh, it's beautiful man you know what everybody needs to do just rewind this and listen to this every <laughs> single morning put this in your morning routine after that quiet time Nick Amazing. I could talk to you for, for, for hours and hours on end, but man, I want to bless anybody that is listening to this. If you message me that you want one of these books, I'll buy you one of these books and wow. totally wow. get you on the right step and the right path. This is it. Nick, 
Appreciate you so much, brother. Bro, thanks for having me on, man. Honored to spend some time with you, my man. Absolutely.